This is the story of Robert William Picton. Robert P William Picton and his brother David owned a farm in Port Coquitlam, British Columbia, 27 kilometers, 17 miles east of Vancouver. Worker Bill Hiscox called the farm a creepy-looking place and described Picton as a very pretty quiet guy whose occasional bizarre behavior, despite no evidence of substance abuse, would draw attention. The Picton brothers began to neglect the site's farming operations. Operations. They registered a non-profit charity, the Piggy Palace Good Time Society, with the Canadian government in 1996, claiming to organize, coordinate, manage, and operate special events, functions, dances, shows, and ex exhibitions on behalf of service organizations, sports organizations, and other worthy groups. Its events included raves and wild parties featuring Vancouver sex workers and gatherings in a converted slaughterhouse on the farm at 953 Dominion Avenue in Port Coquitlam. These events attracted as many as 2,000 people. Members, members of the Hell's Angel were, frequent, were known to frequent the farm. On March 23, 1997, Picton was charged with attempted murder of sex worker Wendy Lynn Estetter. Wom he had stabbed stabbed several times during an altercation at the farm. Estetter had informed the police that Picton had handcuffed her, but that she had escaped after suffering sev several lacerations. She told them she had disarmed him and stabbed him with those with his weapon. Picton sought treatment at Eagle Ridge Hospital while Estetur recovered at the nearest emergency room. He was released on a $2,000 bond. The charge was dismissed in January 1998. Months later, the Pictons were sued by Port Coquitlam officials for violating zone zoning ordinances. Neglecting the agriculture for what which it had been zoned and having altered a large farm building on the land for the purpose of holding dances, concerts, and other recreations. The Pictons ignored the legal pressure and held a 1998 New Year's Eve party, after which they were faced with an injunction of banning future parties. The police were authorized to arrest and remove any person attending future events at the farm. The society's non-profit status was removed the following year for inability to procure financial statements. It was subse subsequently disbanded. Over the course of three years, Hiscox noticed that woman who visited the farm eventually went missing. On February 6, 2002, police executed a search warrant for illegal firearms at the property. Robert and David Picton were arrested and police obtained a second warrant using what they had seen on the property to search the farm as part of the BC missing woman investigation. Uh, personal items belonging to the missing woman were found at the farm, which was sealed off by members of the joint RCMP Vancouver Police Department task force. The following day, Picton was charged with weapons offenses. 
Both of the Pictons were later released. However, Robert Picton was kept under police surveillance. On February 22nd, Robert Picton was arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of Serena Abatswe and Mona, Le- Mona Wilson. On April 2nd, three more charges were added for the murders of Jacqueline McDonnell, Diane Rock, and Heather Bottomley. A sixth charge for the murder of Andrea Josbury was laid on April 9th, followed by shortly by a seventh for Brenda Wolf. On September 20th, four more charges were added for the slayings of Georgina Pappen, Patricia Johnson, Helen Halmark, and Jennifer Firminger. Four more charges for the murders of Heather Chincock, Tanya Holick, Sherry Irvin, and Inga Hall were laid on October 3rd, bringing the total to 15. This was the largest investigation of any serial killer in Canadian history. On May 26, 2005, 12 more charges were laid against Picton for the killings of Kara Ellis, Andrea Borhaven, Deborah Lynn Jones, Marie, Marnie Frey, Tiffany Drew, Carrie Koski, and Sarah DeVries, along with Cynthia Felix, Angela Dardine, Wendy Crawford, Diana Melnick, and Jane Doe, bringing the total number of first-degree murder charges to 27. Excavations continued at the farm throughout November 2003. The cost of the investigation is estimated to have been 70 million Canadian dollars by the end of 2003, according to the police government, provincial government. As of 2015, the property is fenced off under lion by the Crown in right of British Columbia. In the meantime, all the buildings on the property except a small barn had been demolished. Forensic analysis proved difficult because the bodies may have been left to decompose or be eaten by insects and pigs on the farm. During the earlier days of excavations, forensic anthropologists brought in heavy equipment, including two 50-foot, 15-meter flat conveyor belts and soil soil sifters to find traces of human remains. On March 10, 2004, the government revealed that Picton may have ground up human flesh and mixed it with pork that he sold to the public. The province's health authority later issued a warning. Another claim was made that he fed the bodies directly to his pigs. I hope you enjoyed the Robert Picton horror story. Um, if you did, I really hope that you did, because if not, there's a waste of time there. Um, but either way, um, I enjoy making these podcasts, so not really a waste of time. But either way, if you did like the podcast, please, please, please save it so that you don't lose it and you can find it again. I hope that you guys have a very nice day and I will see you guys in the next episode.